0: Hi, and welcome to Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Gail. I'm A-Ray.
1: And I'm Janae.
0: Thanks for listening to our 13th episode. Each week, we bring you news and theories about the upcoming book, Breaking Dawn, and the Twilight movie, as well as discussion and thoughts about the series so far. Maddie and Christina failed to find the cure for the common cold, so they will not be joining us this week. Aw, oh, you know, if they did better in chem class, you know, there wouldn't be such a problem. No. We're all all all-star chemists here. Exactly. It happens. (laughs) Alright. So, this week we received a listener email from Sarah of Massachusetts. She said, First, I have a theory about the cover of Breaking Dawn. Usually in chess, the queen and king stay in the back of the board until the end, and the pawns risk their life for the king and queen. I think that the queen is Bella and the pawn is Jake. I think Bella is in front of Jake because even though Bella loves Edward, she still wants to protect Jake. Or or because Bella, the queen, is leaving, and Jake, the pawn, can no longer protect her, or they're just going their separate ways.
2: That's really interesting. Like, I don't know anything about chess, so I'm going to agree with whatever you say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to give a little chess lesson here. Um, this is a good theory, but it's a little bit off chess-wise. Um, the queen and the king don't actually stay in the back of the board. The queen does move around a lot. Usually, like, when I play chess on my Mac, um, <laughs> they normally try to get their queen out within the first few times. First, So they, it does normally get out early. But the job of the pawn is the same. And it's, they still risk their life for the queen, and usually... If your queen's in trouble, your pawn will save it. So it's very similar. It's just that little fact. So you don't need to email us in a thousand times like, oh, no, that's not how
1: it works. The theory still stands. It depends. If you're really bad at chess like I am, I would keep the king and the queen in the back of the board thinking, Mm. oh, my God, the queen's my secret weapon. And then I lose really bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone wants to play chess, play against Janae. Yes,
1: because you'll win every time.
0: Well, there you go. All right. So, Katie sent us this email. I was also wondering if, say, your parents moved you to Forks or somewhere like Forks, and in your school was a family similar to the Cullens. What would you do? I have also asked uh, other vampires if someone were to die in Breaking Dawn, and everyone says something along the lines as, Oh God, please don't be Alice. Why do you think almost everyone thinks it's Alice who might die?
2: Okay, well, if there were, like, the Cullens at our school, I think I'd pee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear you've been studying I'd your freak much
2: time out the
1: like well you know realistically I'd be like ooh they're pretty but they're creepy so I should stay away but then gossip about them because the guys are hot
0: the end or I guess as a Twilight fan I think I'd be like oh my god it's just like the colons oh my god best friend but then part of me would be like um they're brother and sister and they're dating in exactly and so yeah but it's I guess not like realistically, they're actually related them.
1: they're adopted yeah.
0: but we don't really know that like, you mean we I don't, don't really know that, we, that no no i mean like if we were to move somewhere into a new school and we saw this family who was all dating each other no it explains that to bella that like they're all adopted but they're all dating okay Aries. so it's okay if you date your stepbrother is that what you're saying okay never mind Exactly. What if we didn't have a <laughs>
1: Jessica Stanley-type person to explain it to us? Then we would make assumptions and think it was incest.
0: It's incest, anyway. Yes. Okay. Everyone, Everyone no dating your brothers. So I don't care where you're <laughs> Alright. Alright. Second part. Um, I personally think that the reason people say Alice, for one, is just because she's most people's favorite characters, and so, rather than us thinking she's gonna die, it's just an instinct, like... Oh no! Don't let it be Alice.
2: It reminds me of like the whole thing where um, with like in Harry Potter when Fred and George how, (laughs) with Fred and George how like um there was like the rumor about how somebody was gonna die and everybody was like oh my god no not Fred and George but nobody really had a reason to like believe that it would be them and then also I think that we we think like along the same lines um as Bella like how in Eclipse she was always scared that during the battle Alice would be the one who would like, die because she's so little and, like, but she really is ferocious. So I don't really think we have too much to worry about.
0: And I think that if she wanted to kill someone off who would affect us and, like, make us sad It would definitely be Alice. Without killing off like, Edward or Bella it'd have to be Alice because n- there's hardly anyone else in the series who love as much. Like, yeah, like, I'm a huge Jasper fangirl and that would kill me if Jasper died. But he's not a huge But huge character. I think that the majority of people. Exactly. So it would be I think that As much as I hate to say it, if she wants to make a martyr, it's going to be Alice.
1: But we love Alice.
0: Everyone does love Alice. All right. Sarah from Virginia emailed us to ask this question. Hey, guys, just wanted to tell you guys that your podcast rocks. Thanks, Sarah. But I wanted to know what you thought about a question I had. What if Jacob was bit by a vampire before he turned into a werewolf? What would happen?
2: Okay, so I have a theory about this that is not exactly mine. It's from a fanfiction that I was reading. Um, yeah, (laughs) it's from a fanfiction that I was reading where what happens is that Jacob impregnates Bella and then she, uh, she gets turned into a vampire by Edward, but she doesn't like know she's pregnant. And then when they find out what happens is like the werewolf genes and the vampire genes cancel each other out because of like them being enemies. So then it's just like a normal baby. So what I think would happen was that, like, if he was bit before he turned into a werewolf, he would just never
0: become a werewolf. First, addressing before, I think that once you're a vampire, you're just a vampire because, like, part of being a werewolf is the ancestry in your blood, and if all your blood's removed from your body, you're no longer, like, gonna have that blood running through your veins. And a huge part of being a werewolf is, like, your heat and stuff, which is all gone when you get rid of your blood because your blood is what keeps your body warm. And so... I think that if you were bit before, you just wouldn't turn into a werewolf. And if you were bit after, I think if you had been in werewolf form while being bit, like if you had, um, what's it called, phased, then you would be a werewolf-looking vampire oh, yeah. for the rest of your life, like an animal vampire. But if you were like yeah. in your human form, you would just turn into a vampire. Although I think a werewolf could beat the vampire anyway. I can never see a vampire winning in a fight.
1: You could be normal. Or
0: you might no, die. No, because you lose all your blood when you're a vampire. Oh, no, because uh, I think that the reason it hurts so much when you're being turned into one is because your blood is slowly draining from your body. No, it's because your cells are, like,
2: crystallizing. And also, um, the only reason that anybody ever turns into a werewolf is because vampires are around. Like, Billy and, like, all the elders never were, were-, yeah, never were werewolves because the Collins weren't there. But the only reason, that, like, Jacob and his friends turn is because the Collins came back. So you wouldn't really have a reason anyway, unless there was a
0: vampire. Alright. That's actually a really interesting question. Anna from New York had a similar theory about the cover-breaking Dawn as Sarah, with Bella protecting Jacob, but also had to say this. Hey girls next door, I was researching chess and found something interesting about the queen. Apparently the chess queen, as it is today, can move in any direction, and however many spaces, was based on Queen Isabella. Think Isabella Swan. So, I think that the white queen is Vampire Bella and the red pawn is Jacob. This is because one of the big contrasts between the vampires and the werewolves is the hot and cold. The hot would probably be represented by red and the cold by white. I think it's interesting, but I don't think Steph looks into stuff that much. Yeah. Interesting coincidence.
2: Yeah, the only cover she really had much to do with was the very but first one. There's, with defi- the apple.
0: there's definitely could be a chance that um, whoever did do the cover art knew that. I mean,
2: well, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're just going to hire, like, a random person off the street and be like, hey, why don't you pick the next cover? Like, there's definitely yeah.
0: some thought into it. Probably. I think it's interesting to hear all the people saying they think the red pawn is Jacob. That's not how, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I also think it's funny that we're all trying to compare these chess pieces to, like, them, and maybe it's not a character at all. Maybe, maybe they're just like putting chess. <laughs> or
1: maybe it's like there's some big strategy thing involved in the last book and chess all has to do with strategy, so you never know.
0: That's a really good point. I never thought of that, but chess is a game of strategy and it's all about strategy. If you don't know it, then you can't win. So maybe the chess is just representing a certain strategy commonly used in chess, trying with to, like to win the pawns something. out front and then everyone else. In the sense. Ooh, I like that. That's a winner. Yay, new theory! Alright. Woo! But that, that's my new favorite, I think, of the cover. So, Amber sent us this funny Twilight limerick.
1: Janae, would you like to read it? Of course I would, because I love limericks. They're awesome. Okay. There once was a very hot fella who fell in love with a pretty girl, Bella. Now, he was a beastie who wanted a feastie on the girl because of her smella. A vampire he was, that's true now, but he wasn't even close to a prowl. He drank blood, of course, but left no human corpse. He was a vampire vegetarian. Wow. Now the now the girlie was evil James Prey, so Bella's humanness got in the way. James wouldn't lie. He didn't care if she died. So, of course, Edward had to save the day. We don't know what will happen next. The author hasn't finished her text, but we all agree that we want to see Bella a vampire or we'll all be vexed. Amber's my favorite <laughs> person <laughs> in limerick the limerick ever.
0: Yeah, Amber, oh my god, that was hilarious. Seriously.
1: Write more limericks, they're
0: like, amazing. It was just, it was so cute, and it was like, it's one thing to make like a rhyming poem, that's like, yeah, there's a cat set on a mat, but it was like, really good, and it... <laughs> a cat on the mat? Yeah, that's totally a limerick. I
1: don't know. It's Gail's form of poetry. But, I, that
0: was so cute, I loved it. Yes, thanks, yeah. Thanks, Amber. Yeah, thanks. We did really, really enjoy getting that. Alright, so everyone else, feel free to send in poems. We understand that there are some more we didn't read this week. And we'll try to get to them. We'll get one a week, probably. So everyone email in lots of poems we get. We'd love to get them. Especially funny ones. Woohoo! So Caitlin, she's a cool girl. She emailed us to share this theory. What if the Volturi come during the wedding and an all-out battle starts right then and there? And Bella, while trying to escape or protect the guest, gets hurt really badly. And Jacob, I think he will be at the wedding, knows that the only way to save her is for her to be turned into a vampire. So he asks Edward to change her. Tell me what you think about this completely random and crazy thought.
2: That would be the biggest twist ever.
0: It's actually a very good thought. I think it's definitely how Stephanie writes for something like that to happen. Yeah. But reasonable still.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I really like it. And I think that... It's. I think it's definitely a really strong possibility that that happened. Whether or not the Volturi would be involved in it doesn't matter. I definitely think it's going to involve, in some part, Bella getting hurt, and then Edward changing her because of Jacob needs him too.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be a really, a really good way to like, um, bring Jacob back into the story because like we all know how much he loves Jacob, and so I think it would just be like, a good way so that he would be okay
0: with, like, the whole vampire thing. And I think that it would be a good letdown for the Jacob, Team Jacob people. So it was like, well, he's a vampire, she's a vampire and he's a werewolf, so they can't be together. And they ch- he chose it, like, yeah. Yeah. Let them down yeah. gently. Oh, <laughs> Stephanie.
1: So they don't start screaming okay. and crying. Everyone
0: and email Stephanie Meyer and tell her that she, and I don't care what her book says right now, change it to that. Yeah. Because everyone can have a happy don't ending. Don't actually do that. Please don't. She's a better writer than us. All right. So, lastly, Carly sent us in this hilarious list of her Twilight Confessions in Everyday Life. One, Jane has my favorite power. Two, Belle's epiphany equals stating the obvious. Three, I named all my dogs after Jacob and his friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's adorable. Four,
0: I like Rosalie. Me too. Five, I have a girl crush on Angela Weber. Maddie. Just like Maddie. Six, Maddie. I don't really care for Bella. So my god, me neither. Seven. I cut pages 73 to 381 out of New Moon. Jake can die. (laughs) (laughs) Eight. Halfway through New Moon, I started screaming, Where's Edward? So did I. (laughs) So did I. Nine. I didn't get Bella's Switzerland comment. I did. Ten. Yeah, I think we all did. (laughs) Ten. I forced my mom to read Twilight New Moon Eclipse, and she liked them. Eleven. On page 332 of Eclipse, I wanted to kill Bella. Slowly. Which um, is after Jake kisses her and she's yelling at him. Punches yeah. him in the We're face. face. Really. And they're yelling. Um, Carly, why does it make you mad that she's yelling at him? Yeah. Could you email us and it's let an us an know? Yep. Just
2: not really
0: sure. Yep. Just hit us up. Alright. 12. Every car I know I learned from Twilight. 13. I thought Edward was gay at the beginning of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. It's Okay.
1: So I'm Like, does he like girls? What? He dressed okay. you so nice. We're all on the same
0: page. <laughs> Fourteen. Jasper is kind of emo. I find that really, really Just funny because he's like the mood guy. Yeah. Fifteen. Emo. Sometimes I call my oldest brother Emmett. Um. Sixteen. Every time I see a silver Volvo, I run after it yelling, "Edward, I love you. Come back." <laughs> Seventeen, every time someone falls, I call them Bella. Eighteen, Bella's boring. Nineteen, Edward is bipolar. Twenty, which is my favorite, Jacob is a pedophile. <laughs> That's <laughs> but attractive. But it's not true. He's like twelve. But still, it's hysterical. you No. Know. I, I don't know what I would have done with this. Edward's more of a pedophile so than funny. he
1: is, considering he's like 105 oh. and Bella's like 19. It's
0: kind of creepy. Oh well.
2: I'm cool with that.
0: <laughs> um, we'd also like to thank Alex for sending in the world's funniest picture of Bloodsucking Spider Monkey you're hysterical and we love you yeah it's on our um, blog, you,
2: it's hilarious, go look at it
0: bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com look at the post hilarious. for episode 12 which is get ready to vrock
2: yeah I think okay.
0: so Brock. and at the bottom of that post you'll see the picture there and you all can laugh and enjoy it and whisper to Alex how much you love her through the computer. I don't know. Also, <laughs> thanks to Erin, Casey, Alexandra. We should just sing these. like. Like Erin, Casey, Alexandra, Sophia, all Sarahs, Amanda, Belmont, Haley, <laughs> Janet, Amber, Ashley, Catherine, Carly, Karina, Allie, Maggie, Jessica, Justine, Laney, and Kayona for sending us emails. Now we're going to go to A-Rays with the latest Twilight news. Thanks, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
1: Wow. We'll pick a
0: new tune every week.
2: <laughs> so... <laughs> Gil Birmingham, who plays Billy Black in the Twilight movie, updated his blog with some candid behind-the-scenes photos up from the Twilight movie, thanks to Twilight Obsessed for the heads-up. Popstar Online will be featuring Twilight in their upcoming issue. Borders has released their theme for the midnight release parties, entitled From Twilight Till Dawn, A Night with a Bite. The parties will include trivia, debates, costume contests, and much more. The Jackson Rathbone online site is organizing a fan support Ow. book for Jackson, Drop by and see how you can help show your Jasper Hale love. Hale, Gail. Jasper Hale.
1: Whitlock. Whitlock? <laughs>
2: <laughs> An extensive interview with Mike Welch, who plays Mike Newton in the Twilight movie, has been posted by Sci-Fi World. TheTwilightSaga.com is happy to announce the chance for you to win one of two exclusive trips to New York City on August 1st to meet Stephanie Meyer and attend the first event in the Breaking Dawn concert series. Check out their site for details on how to enter. The DVD release of the movie Penelope will apparently contain a never-seen-before Twilight feature. BellandEdward.com has a new interview with Christian Serratos, Angela, in the Twilight movie. The USA Today posts its list of this week's bestsellers and it looks like Stephanie is holding strong on her chart domination. That's all the news for this week. Thanks to the Twilight Lexicon for these stories.
0: Thanks, A-Ray. So what do you guys think about these news stories? Star on <laughs> <you>? <laughs> I don't know if you were aware, but... um. Stephanie Meyer is secretly Hannah Montana.
1: <laughs> is she really? Please pass
0: that around. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Can't you guys just see it, though, like, them as a pop star band, like, a boy band? Oh, man. Like, the Cullen Boys, the yeah, like, boy
1: band. Them Carlisle, players.
0: Emmett, um, and, anyway, anyway, who do you think would play what? Okay, so Edward, Edward Guitar, Jasper oh, yeah. would be vocals. on bass,
2: and then it would be Emmett on drums, so we could hit heavy things. Oh, and Edward would
0: sing, too. Yeah, Carlisle would be on second guitar. No, Edward would be on keyboards. Yeah, right, right, because he plays piano. So we got Carlisle on guitar. Edward can still sing, though. Okay, guys, I will be so happy if any of you listeners email us in either a CD cover, promotional poster, or just a general picture, like on Photoshop with, like, the actor's faces or something, of them performing, of of the boy band please like you can like do anything you want like you can make it a picture you can make up a name for them make up trackless I don't know I want to see it they're gonna be hysterical we'll put them on the site can can't and we'll you, love see, you forever. like a fog machine and all of them in like tight leather
2: pants <laughs> oh my god I-, I
0: think someone should like should like get all their heads and like paste them on pictures of like the Backstreet Boys <laughs> but since there's more Backstreet Boys there would just be like random do like it. Nick Carter standing there with them <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do it Oh my god That'd be hilarious We
0: will love you forever Anyone who sends them Yeah out. And we'll put them On our vlog Other news <laughs> So Jackson Rathbone Did something fun I don't remember What it was I remember his name Was said I saw him On a proactive Commercial yesterday <laughs> I love Isn't proactive a Proactive commercial <laughs> And he's gonna be A new movie Called Estarka I love Jackson Rathbone
2: No but they're making Like a, a book thing Of people being like Oh my god I love you Gale, were you behind that? So, Gale's
1: gonna be in is there for, like, idea? all of it?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: There's not gonna be enough of a book for Gale and all the recipes <laughs> They're fans. actually making like two editions. The Gale fan, The first book.
0: one is all by Gale, and the second edition's by, like, other fans. Yes. We all know which one's <laughs> gonna be better. Jackson Rathbone <laughs> fan Gail. book edition one. <laughs> anyway, so, Mike Welsh. By Sci-Fi World. I really like Mike... I like, um... What's his name? Michael Welsh. A lot for him. Like yeah, first was at first, looking at the pictures that were on the IMDb of him, I was like, uh, he looks like a four-year-old. But like the newly released pictures, he's definitely like super cute, and he definitely looks like the popular boy at school. That you're kind of like, why would you not be in love with him? But then you're like, oh right, Edward. I just think it's funny
1: that his name is Mike and he's playing a character named Mike. Seriously,
0: that made me laugh for like an
1: hour when I saw the casting. Wow. I'm like, what?
2: On the Twilight whenever they mention him in, like, the news, they call him Mike slash <laughs> Mike.
0: I'm excited for the Penelope yeah.
1: release. You're just gonna rent the DVD and fast-forward to the that... special features?
0: Um, we're gonna have a fiesta and watch the movie. Wasn't that the one with, like, the girl with the big yeah. nose? Oh, yeah. Uh, we should all have a fiesta. We'll rent out a theater and watch it, and all of the listeners can come. Even you That'll guys from fun. Germany. Yeah. Definitely. Everyone fly in. Just fly in,
1: and we'll go see Penelope. <laughs>
0: There wasn't a lot of big news this week, though. Oh, the contest. Yeah, not really. Everyone yeah, enter. Wow. Everyone. Seriously, how much fun is be that? It'll be thing? so
1: cool if, like, a Bloodsuckers fan wins. That'll be, like, amazing.
0: Seriously, or a Bloodsuckers uh-huh. podcaster. Hello. And then when we come back, we can spaz about it on the podcast. Woohoo! Can you imagine meeting Stephanie Meyer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <What was that>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, it was spazzing. I would... I'd be so overwhelmed. I would ask her Yo, so you much. guys.
2: Um, did you know, apparently, my sister said that there's, like, this girl that's that's in step that listens to us. Oh? Who? Yeah. Okay, totally random. I don't know. Her name is, like, her name is Allie, I think. And, um, yeah, Allie. And they were, like, talking about Twilight, and then Adriana was like, oh, my sister does a Twilight podcast, But blah, 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 blah. It's called Bloodsuckers. And Allie was like, Bloodsuckers? I listen to them! <laughs>
0: Allie, if you do step theater... And you're listening right now. Email in, send us some love. They should make Twilight yeah. a play. <laughs> I thought you meant like Bloodsuckers a play, and I was like, it's gonna involve us all like sitting like with walls in between us, like on our beds with our like, computers in front of us. It's time for our character profile discussion because this c- conversation about the news cannot get any more ridiculous. So this week's spotlight is on our very favorite teddy bear, Emmett Cullen. <laughs> so what do you guys think of Emmett?
2: Emmett is my very favorite teddy bear. Oh,
0: he is. A, can't you just imagine, like, him sitting there, like, a stuffed animal on your bed and just, like, hugging him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> my sister and I always make up, like, weird things about the Cullen family and, like, their hobbies. And Emmett's hobby is collecting <laughs> teddy bears.
1: <laughs> well. Oh, wow.
0: You know how, uh, I've got an analogy for everyone. SAT prep going on right now. Janae is to Emmett as Gale is to Jasper. So, um Janae, yeah. what are your thoughts on that lovely man, Kellen Lutz? Oh my god. Who is playing Emmett.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's
0: okay. I don't
1: do anything creepy like those girls who like went to his hotel room and left like who gave him a fruit basket right after he came out of the shower. Okay, that's weird. I did not do that.
2: Um, I like him. Not exactly what I pictured, but I thought he'd be he blonde. Yeah, so did I. I pictured Emmett blonde for some reason, but I think he's cute, and from what I've seen of him, which is all of two lines, she's not one of us, or something like that.
0: Um, He seems yeah. too scrawny. Really? Just in those scenes. Like, I thought pictures of him were good, but in those scenes that we were watching? I don't know. wasn't feeling well, it. Well, to be fair, I don't think I there's a go. human being on she's Earth hot. who's
1: as muscled in real life as Emmett is in the book.
0: Janae, I know this is going to be hard for you, but if you could pick someone who isn't Kellen Lutz to play I Limit, wouldn't the big teddy bear. I wouldn't pick somebody else, <laughs> but if I absolutely If Kellen Lutz got really, really bad, l- 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 what's it called? Laryngitis. L- laryngitis and could not perform. I'd cry. Who would you allow to take his place? Um...
1: Well, I'm not gonna gonna steal A-Ray's thing again, because I've done that before, and she wanted to kill me over the computer. So, this time I will pick somebody else, and this time, um, I pick James Franco. What's he from? I have no idea. I just saw him. Oh, he was in Uh, Spider-Man. He was, um, Peter's best friend in Spider-Man.
0: Ooh! Oh, Harry? Yeah.
2: He's not buff enough.
1: But But he's hot.
2: hot. That's all that matters. He can
1: work out and get some muscles. That's okay. Well, we don't know. All right, right, right. right. So
0: what's your decision then?
2: Mine, who Janae stole yesterday, was um, Tom Welling, who plays Superman on that show that I don't know what it's called. Yes, Smallville. (laughs) Superman!
0: And he was in Cheaper Brotherness.
2: Yeah, he was like the oldest brother in that. So yeah, that was...
0: My, My guy that I picked is this, like, really, really, really big blonde guy who's, like, super-duper buff, and he's who I pictured when I read it. And he plays Beaver on Greek. And his name is Aaron Hill. Um, he's really cute, and, like, he's really, really big. Like, well, I had already started watching Greek when I was reading this book, and he was Emmett for me. All right, so, um, kids, all you young ladies out there named A, Ray, and Janae, What's your favorite Emmett scene? Um, hmm. I don't really have anything specific, like a
2: scene, but I do like a lot of, like, the quotes he says. Like, I love how, um, he always makes fun of Bella for, like, for hurting herself and tripping and how clumsy she is. And then I also like the part where he says, like, oh, I'm so glad that Ever didn't kill you. You're too much fun to have around. <laughs> Was that
0: after the baseball scene?
2: I don't, I don't know. He remember. said something
0: really cute after the baseball scene.
2: And then I also really like, um,. On a less humorous note, and a more adorable one, how he says that, like, um, hell isn't so bad when you have an angel with you, like, talking about Rosalie, I thought that was just adorable.
0: Can I have an Emmett? No, you can have a Jasper, Emmett is mine. I'm so cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my fave scene is, um, at the birthday party, when he goes out to, like, I don't think he tell. oh, he does, she knows, when he goes out to install the radio, um, and he says something to her, like, try not to do any of those funny human things while I'm gone. He says something along those lines. And Bella's just like, It oh, was so funny. He's so funny. Do you know you should marry
1: him? I should. I really should. Even if Blacks can be to exist. Anyway, <laughs> I thought it was cute. Like, when Bella asked the whole Cullen family to sit down for the serious discussion and vote about her becoming a vampire, everybody else is all, like, super serious, and Emma's all like, dude, it would be awesome if you were a vampire. We can go fighting together, and we can arm wrestle, and I'm like, Emma, I love you. You're so adorable.
0: He always thinks things logically. Alright. So now, we're going to move on to our newest segment, which was suggested by Belmo, so thanks, Bella Belmo. It is entitled Vampowers. During this segment, we will discuss our theories about what Bella's vampire power will be, and what we think ours would be if any of the girls next door were turned. So, Bella. Bella. Haven't discussed this to death. No,
2: not at all. One bit. Um, so basically what people are thinking for Bella would either be something that has to do with, like, the way she can block out the mind powers, um or you with blood what a good else? sense of smell yeah that actually yeah I did I was reading another fan fiction because I'm a nerd like that and um in the fan fiction she was she wanted to be a tracker which I thought was really really cool because of the way like how um she could smell blood in like bio class when they were pricking their fingers and which normal humans can' not do apparently so yeah I thought that was really interesting
1: like James only less ugly and more Not sadistic. (laughs) Would be really
0: interesting. Yeah, if she could be the vampire to be able like go out in the sun. Wow, that make any sense? Because she always talks about like how much time she spends in the sun, how much she loves it, and everything.
1: I don't know. I don't don't
0: think it's gonna happen. I think it's either. I think it's gonna be just her ability to not get affected by other people's powers.
2: Yeah, and maybe it'll be like amplified somehow. But oh wait, and then we're also forgetting um the part where her dreams tell her. Oh yeah, like,
1: that's a good one, one too. But she won't be able to dream when she's yeah, a vampire because no they can't sleep. The funny side, I thought her power would be that she could be the only clumsy vampire on the planet Earth.
0: I would still be having to save her despite the fact she can't die. <laughs> oh dear. Alright, so how about my power? I'll describe myself quickly. Um, I'm very talkative, very persuasive. I'm on the debate team. I kind of a compulsive liar i make things up a lot and i try to get people to believe me i'm really friendly (laughs) sometimes but i can also be really sarcastic not athletic anything else i'm on a podcast bloodsucker just check it out and i'm obsessive
2: (laughs) i have a really good one that i think gail's vampire power would be okay gail's would be since she's such a compulsive liar that she could tell anybody anything and they would just automatically believe it Like, she could just walk up to somebody and be like, guess what? Your sneakers are alive. And then people would be like, no, they're not. And then Gail would, like, look at them and be like, your sneakers are alive. And then they'd be like,
1: my shoes.
0: That'd be an awesome power to have. That would be hilarious. I would just be like, Edward, no, take that back. I'd be like, Jasper, Alice doesn't love you. You love me. And he'd be like, okay. And I'd go to Alice and be like, you love someone else, go marry them. And she'd be like, okay. So <laughs> everyone would still be happy. I'm not going to take Edward, I mean, Alice's love away. She'll still be happy. She'll just, just love somebody just, else. I'll just be happy too. Well, there's
1: always the possibility that you have the super ability to track Jackson Rathbone wherever he is on the planet.
0: <sighs> that Rathbone comes with the obsessive side.
1: Perfect stalker.
0: So, all of these things are just abilities they already have, just amplified. Alright, now that I'm a creeper Our next segment is Swoonworthy Edward's nauseatingly adorable quote of the week Ray Ray, would you like to tell us What our quote of the week is?
2: Alright, so this week's Adorable Edward quote is You compare one small tree to the entire forest I'm going to read a little part From where he says that It's in the first chapter um, At the very end of the first chapter Of Eclipse Alright Please, for me Please make a conscious effort to keep yourself safe. I'll do everything I can, but I would appreciate a little help. I'll work on it, I murmured. Do you really have any idea how important you are to me? Any concept at all of how much I love you? He pulled me tighter against his hard chest, tucking my head under his chin. I pressed my lips against his snow-cold neck. I know how much I love you, I answered. You compare one small tree to the entire forest. Aww,
0: Edward. They don't give each other enough credit.
2: Yeah,
0: I know. Like, she really likes him. (laughs) I would love to- I'm so excited to read the rest of Midnight Sun. It's gonna be so nauseating. (laughs) It really will be.
1: Nauseating nauseating the adorable.
0: Exactly. Is there any other kind of nauseousness? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. there kinda is. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're gonna talk about our scene of the week. Where we pick out a scene from the series and talk about it. Janae, would you like to tell us the scene for this week? Sure. The scene for this week takes
1: place in the first book. It is when Bella and Edward first meet in bio class. She's sitting there minding her own business, and then he's there sitting in the same table, and he's just, like, staring at her, like, death glare, why in the world are you here, grr. And she gets really freaked out. She's like, why is this guy staring at me like this? And then she gets really creeped out. So she puts her hair down. Make a curtain between them and tries to pay attention to bio, but she. Way to make it worse, fella. <laughs> she tries to pay attention to the bio teacher and she could just feel him staring at her the entire time, and it doesn't end until he's like the first person to leave the classroom at the end of the class, and she's like, What in the world just happened? Yeah. yeah. So, yes, that is the scene.
2: I always found it funny. Like, I just found it funny when I reread that scene, like, after I knew like what was going on and then the part where she takes her hair down I was like wow good job Bella. Me too. Like, a way to make reading. it worse. <laughs> yeah cause he loves her shampoo or something and yeah bad idea. I'm so
0: excited for that. For the movie. Oh my gosh. Me too. It's gonna be swell. They hope, I hope they do that scene right. That's such a good scene. I love it. It's It's one of my favorites. Oh Edward. Such passion. Alright. Now, it's time. It is that time again. <laughs> for A-Ray's cheesy vampire joke of the week. However, this week, it's not A-Ray's at all. But she might take credit for it anyway. But if she does, what? it's actually Shelby's cheesy vampire joke of the week. So don't listen to A-Ray. But a would you like to read it anyway?
2: Sure. Sure I would, Gail. would to be a total jerk face. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you stayed (laughs) school appropriate. So, (laughs) today. Yes? What kind of dogs do vampires have?
1: I don't know what kind.
2: (laughs) Bloodhounds! Oh, oh,
1: so funny. (laughs) Wow. Oh,
0: man. That's a knee slapper. (laughs) I have a few announcements for all of you uh, listeners out there. It's kind of a long announcement segment this week. So you'll have to hold on and listen up. It's an important one. First of all, the excitement is overwhelming. We're selling T-shirts. Can I get ah. a hoorah? Hoorah! <laughs> hoorah! I love you guys. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> cafepress.com/bloodsuckers, as in our name. Um, go buy a T-shirt. Buy one They're for really a friend. Cute. They make great gifts. Buy one and send it to your teacher you never liked as an apology for not liking her. I don't know. Go buy seven. Buy one please. for your
2: dog. Buy one for your feet. Buy <laughs> one for your colored pencils.
0: Buy one exactly. for your mom. They are great shirts. You all should buy seven.
2: Seriously. All right. Janae made them. They're very
0: cute. Um, slash bloodsuckers. Um, the link's going to be on our website, which is bloodsuckerspodcast.blockspot.com. Speaking of, um, we have a few emails came in this week that were like, Where's your new website? We're poor. The site we were originally using decided it didn't like our credit card and didn't function. And so it never happened. And it ate up our the domain name, bloodsuckerspodcast.com. So we yeah, so we need to either do .org or .net or something like that. Or do bloodsuckers like Twycast. Or, we're not sure what we're going to do. We need a new domain name. And we need to buy a hosting. Pl- anyway, long, 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 blah, blah, blah. We need money. And we need a new domain name. It's a problem. We're dealing with it we we sorry we'll let you know um when you email please stop emailing yahoo we get so many emails to yahoo we're not going to respond there if you don't get a response to an email it's because you sent it to the wrong email because we respond to all of our emails speaking of um when you email in and you can put a subject line in you don't need to write like oh my god please read um uh, we read all of them A request for your subject line is actually, like, a brief summary of what's in your email, um, which is what subject is, actually, but say it's, um, a song request and a top 10 reasons of why you heart Edward, um, call it, like, song and Edward, or just, like, song and top 10, just so, like, when we go through it for organization, A-Ray has to write, um, the plans for every week, it's easy to find and it's easy to use, um, I mean, or just don't put a subject, but it's easier than having, like, all, like, the really, really big font of, oh, my God, please read, because it gets confusing.
2: Yeah, we really, we do. We read every single email. We respond by hand. Like, it's you're not getting a generic, hello, and thank you for emailing us. Yeah. Like, it's, no, it's not that. We type out, like, everything. It's from our own heads, and we're usually pretty good about it, like, where we'll get back to you within, like, a day. So. Yeah,
0: and, like, we get understand we understand that sometimes they sound generic, But we can't give a full, like, response to every email. And we do try to, like, give you a little something that doesn't just sound like, hi, and thanks for emailing in. Um, all right. Speaking of, stop apologizing for the lengths of your email. No one has ever sent an email that was painfully long to read. Yeah. Um, We love getting emails. Um, If you are concerned about the length of it and you think that maybe we'd want to email it or read it on the show, but you think you might have written it too long... You could write us a longer version and then maybe write like a short summary at the bottom that we could read on the show if you are concerned. I don't know. But you don't need to apologize, Flank. For we forgive you all now. We fans. read. Really,
1: it's fine. We like no to worries. read long
0: things, like books. I would like to personally apologize for episode 11 and its inability to be understood. I was the worst editor ever that week. Since then, I edited all the interviews from yesterday. Uh, sorry, from episode 12, I'm editing this week's, and I really hope it sounds better, I'm sorry that it wasn't hearable, and I understand a lot of people had problems hearing it, emailed in angry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please forgive me, with love from Gail, okay, this is the last thing, I swear, listener challenge reminder, boy bands, we want either, um, CD covers, general pictures of the band, or, like, a promotional poster, you can make up a name, you can make up a song list, anything you want to do,
2: we don't, we don't want, like, an email that says, I think that the Colin Boy Band should be named this. Like, oh. no, we want a picture.
0: Please make a picture. Mm-hmm. Even, like, if, if you look at the spider monkey thing, she said it took, the bloodsucking spider monkey, she said it took her ten minutes. And it's so cute. So please do it if we really want you to. Um, you'll be our favorite ever, and we'll put it on the website. All right. So that's, I promise, it for announcements. I'm not going to throw any others in there. I apologize for the length of my announcements.
2: Ha 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 ha, ha, ha. Ah, no need to apologize for Lane Scale. <laughs> Alright, shutting off now.
0: Alright, we're gonna end the show with the song of the week, where we pick a song that reminds us of Twilight. Janae, what is the song for this week?
1: As you heard in the intro, this week's song is Twilight by Vanessa Carlton. We're going
0: to play the song in the background as we discuss so you guys can hear it. Alright, guys. So What about this song reminds you of Twilight, other than the name of it, which is indeed Twilight? Which is a very lovely title. Yeah, I wonder where
2: she got that from. Alright, um, the part in the chorus where it says, I will never see the sky the same way, it reminds me of the quote, um, I'm pretty sure we did it for one of our nauseatingly adorable quotes, where Edward says, like, before you came into my life, um, my sky was a moonless something yeah night. my moonless my night. life was like a moonless night um so it just reminds me of how bella like metaphorically changed his sky because she was um like a comet
0: shooting star whatever like a shooting star she's like, she said take my head. i love best carlton all right um i was staying with a role in a day not my own but as you walked into my life you showed what needed to be shown and I always knew what was right, I just didn't know that I might peel away and choose to see with such a different sight. It reminds me of like how they're all forced to be these vampires even though it's like not a life they chose for themselves. And they weren't happy until they found like that one person, all the colons, and like Everett found Bella and he didn't realize how much she was truly missing until he found her. And how much he loves her, and how incredibly corny he is. Um, at the end of the chorus,
1: I will always reach too high because I've seen because I've seen Twilight. Well, I'm thinking it's because because Bella has met vampires and she knows the perfection that is vampires. She always have higher expectations when it comes to things because she's seen Twilight, which is like seeing vampires. And also in the second verse, never cared, never wanted, never sought to see what flaunted. Um, before he met Bella, he was all like. I didn't really care about anything. I wasn't didn't know what I was looking for. So I was just coasting through my everlasting life, and then never sought to see what flaunted. Reminded me of how Carlyle was all like, "I turned Rosalie. She should be your girlfriend." Kay, thanks. But was Edward, like,
0: "Uh, no, thanks.
1: no, thank you. She's pretty at all, but you know, not my style." So yeah, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> not my style. What is your hat? <laughs> She doesn't match. The part
2: um, where it says, I didn't know that I could be so blind to all that's real, reminds me of when, um, once Bella's totally, like, immersed in the vampire world, she's like, wow, I can't believe that I've been living my life all these years, like, without knowing that there's vampires everywhere, like, all around us.
0: This is a pretty song. Um... As the sun shines through, it pushes and pushes ahead, it fills the warmth of blue and leaves a chill instead, and I don't know that I could be so blind to all that is so real, but as illusion dies, I can see there is so much to be revealed. Um, first of all, the first line, which is as the sun shines, that one, um, it reminds me of how like, whenever the sun shines, it has to like, it pushes away the vampires, it's kind of a literal one. Um, It fills the warmth of blue and leaves a chill instead. Like how the vampires, normally a boyfriend comes and he warms you up, but he can't. He's like, all chill. Good in the summertime, though. (laughs) If anyone here is successfully warm in the summertime, go hire an Edward. Um, I didn't know I could be so blind to all that. Oh, and Avery just kind of did that part. So that concludes our show for this week. If you'd like to contact the show, which we would love of you, you can email bloodsuckerspodcast at gmail, not yahoo gmail.com or visit our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com you can also be our friend on myspace at myspace.com slash bloodsuckers podcast or join our facebook group by searching bloodsuckers a twilight podcast thanks for listening i'm gail i'm a ray and i'm janae make sure to tune in next week bye, bye. ciao ciao